Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Jo Milmine and this is episode 80. Relax, don't do it. Hello and welcome into the show. I hope you are well since last time I saw you. I have recovered somewhat from my debilitating illness that involved basically sleeping in a fever-induced coma for a couple of days in bed. I was really, really quite sick, which is why the podcast went on a short break whilst I recovered and I'll chat more about that later. I think I've recovered now. I am, I am having some concentration issues <laughs> and I've just spent half an hour trying to work out why the sound on my microphone was so muffled and uh, fiddling with every knob on it only to realise that I had the microphone on cardoid and it was packed front which is why it sounded a bit like I was in the next room. So although I am saying that I am kind of back in the game, uh, do expect the odd (laughs) comedy moment uh, during this episode. So I will be keeping this episode fairly uh, short and sweet and uh, reasonably low tariff, if you will, uh, just whilst we get back into the swing of things with the show. And because there aren't that many things to talk about when you've been in bed ill for a couple of weeks. And it would appear I'm not the only one that has been, that has been unwell. So I'm going to start with a shout out to um, Louise Tilbrook, sock maestro and a current ill person who's also been taken down by this evil lurgy that my mum has um, decided is, is because it's not been cold enough. So there are too many germs around and everyone has been getting quite bad flu as, as a result of that. Um, I haven't had flu for years and I can remember the only two times I have had flea, one of which was just before I got married. Um, thank goodness for MAC makeup because I looked like an extra from Thriller before I put the makeup on. And that was eight years ago. And the other time I was about six and I was going to a Christmas party. Both times it's been at Christmas. I was going to a Christmas party and my dad's work used to have a Christmas party for the kids every year. Um, it was called, I don't know if it was called Mansell's at that at that time, but we, we all used to go to this Christmas party. Some of my friends from school went as well because their dad worked in the same factory. And I'd been really excited. I had this beautiful um, new black and white checked skirt with this uh, floofy um, petticoat underneath it. And I had a, a little top and I had a beautiful white cardigan. And um, these socks that my mum had bought and they had... Um, musical notes on them and little bells very very excited about my cash new outfit and I remember just being absolutely hideously ill the whole time and there were pictures of me looking like a proper little sad sack um getting this dog it was like a pound puppy but it wasn't a pound puppy it was like a cheaper version of a pound puppy and we stood on the stage with father christmas raging basically I was in no mood for wizard or any anything else because I was really quite sick so it was a bit of a shocker for me to get um ill and to be so so quite so ill uh, that I had to get in bed 
Uh, I lost my voice, couldn't get upstairs and downstairs, couldn't breathe properly. Lots of coughing, still have a cough. Um, very, very tired, completely out of it. Didn't eat for a week, which is most unlike me. Um, it was a bit crazy. So I'm very lucky that my friend Sal and my mum came to look after me um, and take the kids away until until Millie returned uh, from being away. So it is, it's been it's been crazy and there's a lot of people been really quite ill. So tell us. I hope you get well soon, my lovely. Also a shout out to small smiley, Michelle, um, who, bless her, went on a, a skiing trip into the Alps and managed to break a leg, in, uh, three bones in a leg. Well, she didn't, she didn't actually go to the Alps. What happened was she was outside um, in the shed, putting the wa- washing in the tumble dryer and she slipped and broke like three bones, open fracture, hospital for two weeks. Um, and, and not been able to do anything weight bearing for, for another eight weeks after that. How crazy is that? Th- 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 let this be a lesson to you. Don't do the tumble drying. Contract that that out. You could break your leg. So bless her, she's not had the best of times. She's been a bit kind of uh, stair crazy. So um, hopefully the leg will get better soon for you, Michelle. And also, thank you to those of you that sent me messages to cheer me up whilst I was sick, in particular Katie Pricey, who sent me a comedy picture of four men in crazy crochet, um, which I did, did very much enjoy, and to Potter Goblin, who, despite the fact I couldn't knit, I was that I was that ill, I thought I was going to die, couldn't knit, um, she sent me a lovely pattern to knit when I got better, a boonits pattern, snow angel, so I'm very excited about that, so thank you to you, it's very kind of you, and thank you to all of you who said, take your time when you come back we'll wait for you um i don't like to disappoint you so i wanted to get back and chat into you again but your well wishes are very heartfelt and uh, very gratefully received by me now the title of this episode is relax and that is um twofold for two reasons number one zoolander 2 is coming out um on the 12th is it 12th of february zoolander 2 love zoolander 1 one of my favourite films of all time. I think it's hilarious. Some people don't. Some people don't get it. I think it's comedy. I think it's brilliant. I a bit love Ben Stiller. And um, every time I watch it, you, don't, you just notice another gag in it that you didn't notice before. I must have seen it a million times. Love it. Absolutely love Zoolander. Get my kids to, t- to do Blue Steel and Magnum and take pictures of them because it's funny. And I was really excited that... Zoolander 2 was going to come out. So I thought that'd be an amazing pattern pick. You know, there's got to be an orange mocha frappuccino pattern, right? There's got to be a Zoolander theme pattern. You, you you can't tell me there isn't a Derek, Zoolander, Amigurumi. Well, I'm telling you now there isn't. Or at least not one that's called Zoolander. Um, there are no Zoolander theme patterns on Ravelry. Six million people and no one's done a bloody Zoolander theme pattern. I mean, how bad is that? I think orange mocha frappuccino would be a great colourway for some hand-eyed yarn. In fact, I've mentally planned an entire range of colourways based on Zoolander um, for my fictional dye studio that I don't um, yet have and probably will never open. But I've planned the colours and I've planned um, all the different names for them. Like, I'm going to have a colour called Derelict and um, the Zoolander one would be, the Zoolander colour would be green and black and, uh, you know, orange mocha frappuccino would be a really cool kind of orange silk and uh, merino blend. I've gone that far with it. I have gone into fibre content and um, obviously there would be a blue steel uh, uh, as well and Hansel uh, is so hot right now, colourway. 
and a Hansel colorway. There's loads, there's loads um, that I, you know, that I've, I've planned and um, I can't help but laugh every time he says balls models, hilarious. Anyway, I also planned an entire range of Alan uh, Partridge themed colorways, including Cockpit Partridge, Bangor Clean Rating, um, that's a lovely kind of like chartreuse mustardy yellow. And <laughs> I was I was disappointed to find there was no, no Derek Zoolander or, or indeed Hansel or anyone else. Um Amigurumis or any other pattern on Ravelry. So I don't really know what we need to do about that. And I feel that I need a, a Derek Amigurumi. I think it would be hilarious. I could put them on my desk. A Derek and Hansel. Um maybe there's a way I could bodge another if I could crochet there would be a way that I could bodge I'm sure another sort of slightly similar amigurumi um and, and make it into a Derek and a, and a Hansel I'm sure but yeah that was part of the 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 random trail of thought that um got me to the title of today's episode no drugs were involved surprisingly in that and uh, the other one was uh when I was convalescing, shall we say, and I was in bed with the skein of The English Gentleman uh, by Countessa Blaze. You know, it doesn't matter, I can't knit, I can still get in bed with The English Gentleman. And um, I was thinking about how, quite how I'd found myself in such a pickle. Because I think it's good. It's, you know, I was in the military, we do like to debrief everything, everything that happens, we do like to look back at it and go, well, exactly how did we end up? Uh, doing what we did and what could we have done better basically and it's a habit that I still have to this day so I was sat in bed debriefing myself because I couldn't knit because I was too ill about exactly how I managed to end up in bed for a week and it was quite obvious that it was because I had been indeed caning it uh, not on the razzle, disappointingly, out dancing and drinking because I have two small children and my tolerance for gin is far lower than it was in my 20s, but caning it at life in general. Now, I'm pretty sure that quite a few of you will identify with the concept of caning it a bit at life. And after moving house and not sleeping properly for a couple of months you know, worry, the house having so many problems, there's just a lot of stuff going on, because I'm quite good at not caning the work so much, I know how much work my kind of little creative brain can handle, and I don't tend to take on as much work, but, and this will be again familiar with you, with a lot of you, um, taking on far too many of other people's monkeys, um, so, someone needs some help, oh, I'll help you with that, oh, I'll do that for you, oh, I'll do that with you, um, yeah, it's okay, I can just start renovations on a house that I've just moved into, it's fine, it doesn't matter if my husband's away, I can, I can, I can rock all this new school, new nursery, you know, everything, crazy, crazy, and having the privilege of working with a lot of people in the industry, you do work incredibly hard, and a lot of you I know you aren't in the industry or don't work for yourself, you work for someone else, but again, you are kicking the backside out of it. Um, this is just kind of my message to you. Relax. Ha, 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 Relax, don't do it. When you want to get to it, relax, don't do it. He's going to hit the president of Micronesia. Um, I'm not suggesting you're going to kill the president of Micronesia if you don't chill out a bit, but 
just have a think about it. There were several warning signs that I was going to come crashing to a lemsip induced sticky end in the weeks leading up to um, getting ill. And, um, you know, I think we all do it. Christmas is a busy time. January is all about new start. Let's do this. Let's do that. And maybe we should just chill out and watch some Zoolander, drink an orange mug of frappuccino and, and try not to cane it quite so hard. So, not entirely sure I ended up kind of reliving the <laughs> entire fight scene of Zoolander there. I do love Zoolander. If you haven't watched it, do go and, go and watch it. I might start a thread in the group just so we can talk about Zoolander. I love like a Zoolander Carl. If there are any patterns for Zoolander, we could have a Zoolander Carl, I reckon. Uh, there might be some tenuous links we can get in there. I might even just design a shawl. Probably called Orange Mocha Frappuccino. Anyway, um... It's time to move on a little bit, I think. And <laughs> let me know if you're going to watch Zoolander. But we shall crack into Enabler's Corner. So this week's Enabler's Corner is entirely inspired by Curious Helen of the Curious Handmade podcast. I was called Curious Helen. I'm sure she's a little bit curious, but her first name's not Curious. It's so like a rapper um, by Helen Stewart of Curious Handmade and um, Paula of the Knitting Pipeline podcast. Both of them have recently mentioned, because I was listening to a lot of podcasts when I was in bed, um, both recently mentioned that um, the socks therapist, Patty Joy, is currently fighting breast cancer and is selling um, her pattern, the and I can never say this, I'm going to have to concentrate and like nod my head like a child learning to read. Fish, lips, kiss, heel pattern. Yeah, that's right, I had to double check the notes. I can never say that. I've never knitted it because I can't say it. Um, she is trying to save up some money to go and get all of her family together. I think she's got stage three cancer, so it's, it's quite bad. And um, I'm enabling you to go and buy a copy of the pattern because if that was me I'd want to go see my family and it's a pattern you can always use and the things I've heard about it are really good so um, I'm going to open a thread in the group on Ravelry and the first 10 people who put their um, name in the group I will buy you, I will send you personally, send you a copy of the fish, lips, kiss heel pattern. See, I didn't on my head then. I couldn't get it out. So the first 10 people who reply to that, I'll send you one for free. And if anyone else wants to join in with that, feel free to do so. Um, but it's a nice way just to share a bit, in, a bit of nitty love with the with one of the nitty community and get another sock heel in, in the the process. Bit of a no-brainer, really. So that is the fish, fish lips kiss heel. I wish you'd change the name of it. Patterned by uh, Patty Joy. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. I'm feeling a bit musical today. I have a new giveaway for you. I will draw the um, giveaway for uh, Anne Kingston's book this week. And um, in the meantime, I have a new giveaway for you. And that is for a pair of tickets to Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Now, I know some of you are probably not going to be able to make it because it's a little bit far. Um, but if you are considering to go, I... I have a pair of tickets that I would like to give away. 
and I thought I oh, will do it this week before you all go rushing and buying your tickets and uh, hopefully you'll be lucky you'll win. So it's a bit like a game of I went to the market. So to enter you need to go to the Groupon Ravelry as always and in the thread for the giveaway you need to say I went to Edinburgh Yarn Festival and I bought and whatever it was that you bought. You can make it up. It's not real. You don't have to recite everyone else's answers before you, although that could be quite funny. Um, you don't need to memorise everyone's answers before you, but it's just a bit of fun uh, to give away a set of tickets for Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So head on over to the group on Ravelry to take part in that and look out next week for all those of you that are listening that can't make it. I'll have another giveaway uh, for you guys next week. Speaking of Edinburgh Yarn Festival, and I'm not going to kick the backside out of it, because I know some of you are not going, and it would really bug me um, if I wasn't, and I kept going on about it. Um, But I will be attending Edinburgh Yarn Festival this year. It is um, being held at the Corn Exchange in Edinburgh. You can find all the details at edinyarnfest.com. But I will be in the podcast lounge between 12.30 and 2 for the podcast meetup on both days, Friday and Saturday. Now my birthday is the 18th of March um, and this this is happening over basically my birthday weekend. So um, I'll be in a very good mood. So come and say hello to me. If you see me wandering past, um, not in the podcast lounge, please do stop me and say hello. Don't hide from me like the naughty people at Yarndale because I will find you, I will hunt you down and as soon as you change your avatar away from a dog or cat, I'll know, I'll know and I'll find you. So please, please do come and say hello. I am going to be doing a session in the podcast lounge on Friday at 2pm to do with businessy type stuff more details will be available on that in the next couple of weeks i'm just trying to decide which of the two subjects i'd like to talk about and on this saturday at 2 p.m which again is straight after the meetup i'm going to be doing a little drop-in session it's essentially i'll be there i'll have a cup of tea of some description hopefully they'll have Roy Boss. and if you've got any questions about life the universe or anything or generally something to do with business would be helpful but life the universe and everything is fine too um you can come and find me and uh, it's a bit of brain picking session for you for an hour i'll be around to um help you with any stuff that you want help with really so that is edinburgh yarn festival i'll put a thread in the group please do let me know if you're going because i would love to meet especially if there's any of you that i've never met in person before i would love to say and i really do love saying hello so don't be surprised if i kind of fling my arms around you if you're a little bit socially awkward or don't like people touching you you might want to warn me in advance because i can't help it i'm one of those crazy over excitable huggy people um not like a spaniel but you know not far off um i will be there and i'd love to say alone so that's edinburgh yarn festival and it's the 17th and 18th of march so whipping piccadilly is gonna form most apart from the random zoolander and uh, red hot chili peppers love um it's going to form most of the chatter today because, like I said, I need something quite relaxing and quiet 
for the first episode back because having listened back to previous segments already, I'm obviously teetering on the edge of getting a little bit overexcited. So Whipping Piccadilly is for you guys and in this section I discuss stuff that I have been knitting. Not done one for a while because I never really seem to get enough knitting done but I'm going to stop complaining about my lack of knitting time. I'm going to stop complaining about time altogether. That's a chat for another uh, podcast. I've been listening to Audible audiobooks um, since I got sick um, because I couldn't, my eyes were, were funny. I couldn't, couldn't look at anything. So I started to listen to um, podcasts, started to re-listen to Electric Sheep, which if you've not listened to her for a while, it's been... The last time I really listened to it was uh, when the bit before the beast was born. So it's nearly five years, and she got me through a lot of baby grow ironing. And she was one of the first kind of podcasts that I got into. She's not done anything new for a long time, but the stuff is still there. You can find it on Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, and I started to re-listen to some of her stuff. She's very funny, and um, I heartily encourage you to go back and do the same. But um, the sheep aside. I have been indulging in a little bit of knitting. So first up, I have been working on my Eiligan uh, cardigan, which is a pattern by Kate Davies. It's a um, rework of her, her owl's pattern into a cardigan, but it's done on 9mm needles. I've talked about it on the podcast before. It was meant to be a 24-hour knit. It's the most painfully long knit I've ever done in my life, and... I'm knitting it in Newlanic Chunky in the colourway Limestone, which I'm, I'm enjoying the yarn. People say it's quite rustic, but I'm not really feeling it to be that rustic, to be honest with you. And it's super warm. It's held double. And I've just got to the part where you split for the arms now. The pattern is really well written and it is really clear to follow, as is typical of a lot of Kate's patterns. Um, but... I'm not enjoying the knitting and that is because my hands are not big enough to knit 9mm needles with chunky wool held double. So I'm, I'm struggling on with it because I know it will be nice when it's finished but I'm not motivated to do it. So all of my previous advice about knitting goals and getting stuff done is kind of going out of the window a little bit. But I'm just I'm just pushing on anyway. I'm sure I will get there um, if I just get my head down and do it essentially. It's just a case of employing a little bit of focus so it doesn't drag on longer than it needs to. It makes it sound really bad. I don't want to be neg- like, too negative about it because it's a good pattern and it looks nice and the fabric's good and everything. It's just, uh, and a few people have said this to me, it is it is really hard work to knit it because it's just really big knitting and a lot of us are just not used to knitting with that size of wool and that size of needle. So that is Eiligan by Kate Davies who won the Micro Business of the Year award that I mentioned the other week, which I was very, very pleased about. Very excited. Knitting businesses can be real businesses too, you know. So onward to, oh, I love her, love her, Boo Knits, um, Knitting Voodoo by Boo Knits, which was her last mystery knit along, which was around autumn of 2015. I was gifted this pattern by my friend Sal, and I'm knitting it in Travel Knitter Tanami 4-ply, which is 50% Baby Camel and 50% Silk. It is in the colourway Stromboli. It was a special edition for the Golden Skein. And I have two of them. <laughs> and that pleases me no end. I've got a massive red crush on Travel Knitter, as you all know already. And the Tanami 4-ply base is glorious to knit with. It's very soft and slidey and it's going to be beautiful when it's done. I'm already onto the beads. I love beaded knitting. 
I know some people don't like the stop start of it, but I I like knitting to the next bead. I get really excited about knitting to the next bead and putting them on. I just think it's so clever and I enjoy the way it looks so much and how clever it is. You can use a little crochet hook and get it on. I know it's dead basic, but I just find it really clever. So I am probably I'm on the second chart of that. Uh, I really love the way that she writes patterns particularly the mystery ones, because they're already split up into, you know, three or four weeks of clues for the mystery knit along. It just kind of, the segmentation of it makes it really easy to follow. And I always find that I feel like, oh wow, I'm already that far through. It feels, makes it feel like you're going faster than maybe you are because of these, the way that the pattern is structured in these different little chart one, chart two, chart three, how they've been released for the mystery knit along. So definitely a designer that I would recommend and someone that I think has patterns for beginners as well or new to knitting. Um, she does have some simpler patterns and even the lace ones are not difficult to follow as long as you do what she says when it comes to the stitch markers to make sure that you're getting the right number of stitches between each stitch marker basically. She does have a new mystery knit along for those that are Boo fans, I know a few of you hung around after her interview in episode 70. You can go and listen to her. She's absolutely lovely. Um, she has a new mystery knit along starting on the 1st of April called Dance Macabre. So could be a really interesting one. I'm trying not to get sucked in, but I really want to do one of her mystery knit alongs just to see what it's like. And do it at the same time as everyone else, because I do really enjoy her patterns. So that is Voodoo by Boonits. And the last one is like my travel project at the moment. It's the Penguin Socks. These are a pair of Afterthought heel socks that I'm knitting for Minnie. They've been done in the Scrumptious Pearl um, Stripe Me Up yarn, which is 80% Merino Superwash and 20% Nylon. This was a special colourway for the Golden Skin again for the winter 2015. Um, two penguins club now i've been made very aware by one of my lovely listeners in one of the threads and i'm afraid i couldn't find the post where she'd said it but i a bit i a bit love her for it and uh, she pointed out that at the moment canada the dollar canadian dollar is basically taking a bit of a pummeling um in the exchange rate because of uh, the price the global price of oil which means it's super cheap to get yarn from Canada at the moment. And Scrumptious Pearl is currently in Canada. So I would definitely go and check out her yarns. She does like really cool little black gobstopper looking balls of yarn. Some really great colourways and combinations. And uh, and that base is really nice to use as well. So that is Scrumptious Pearl. And it's a colour penguin socks. It's just a basic afterthought heel sock. I'm using... Claire Devine's Afterthought Heel Calculator for that. I'm a little bit worried I'm not going to have enough yarn. It's got dead big feet. So I might have to engage in some vigorous discussions, negotiations to see if I can get my greasy little mitts on some more or do a, a contrast heel and toe. We'll have to see. But um, that's the kind of on-the-go project. It's, it's really fun. I love after, I love um, self-trapping yarns. I always have because they're just really fun to knit. On the finished pile, the Lush for Beasticles, the knitting was finished quite a long time ago. And um, the Lush cardigan 
uh, by Tin Can Knits, and I did it for The Beast in Neon Pink Yarn by Adriafil. Adriafil Mirage, it was a 50-50 acrylic and wool because she's going to get it filthy. It's going to need to be able to be washed and things and wear nicely. So the whole thing, the, bu the buttons almost cost me more than the, than the yarn did. It's like an, a sub 20 quid project anyway. It was really good. I got the yarn from Fluff in Dundee, who is amazing, obviously. And um, I've just finished putting the gross grain ribbon on the the bands, the uh, button bands. And um, I hadn't sewn on the buttons yet. It was just sat in a bag. It's been there for a couple of months, which is quite ridiculous. So I've finished that this week. I put ribbon on the buttonhole side and hand darned round the holes. I was going to use my machine but I just realised that if I waited to use my machine it would never get done. So I did it all by hand whilst I was listening to my audiobooks and I used the uh, tutorial by the Knitmore Girls to learn how to do the ribbon. I will put a link in the show notes. Um, it's a video tutorial that they've done that shows you how to put the ribbons on uh, when you're doing a cardigan and uh, talks about buttons and stabilising buttons and all that kind of stuff. Really useful um, resource. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That's all I've finished. I feel like I want to cast on something in a worsted iron chunky, like a hat, probably one of Claire Devine's many hats in either a baby alpaca chunky or the English Gentleman, or I do have some uh, mobbly iron from yarns from the plane, a grey and a blue that I've had since last February, that's been caked up for probably since then, and I haven't yet used, because that's still quite a lot of use for hats at the moment, I find, so they're definitely on my radar, and I've also promised someone a hat in the Whitfeld Chunky from Eden Cottage Yarns, 100% baby alpaca. I promised her a uh, another Lapsang hat, the most knit hat, hat in the world. Love that pattern by Claire Devine. And I've promised her one of those. I need to knit that too. Uh, in future knits then, I've only picked one. I'm trying to be a bit more prouder about things and I'm restricting myself to boost my creativity at the moment. So future knits, I have just one. And it's kind of spoiling the surprise a little bit because she writes my show notes for me. But uh, for my lovely friend LJ, um, I promised her I would knit uh, her something because she's very knitworthy. And uh, I'm going to be knitting Frisson by Brittany Wilson. It is a paid-for pattern. It's $4.80. And it is a crescent-shaped shawl. And it's nice. It's got, like, large triangular lace, masculine lace triangles. Um, along the bottom of, of the shawl that makes it look a little bit like um, Hitchhiker but with much bigger teeth if you will and then on the top end of the shawl it's it's in between those triangles it's all garter stitch so it's relatively straightforward to knit and I'm going to be knitting that in the uh, Toilet and Trouble Allegory in Patagonicus which is another The Golden Skin colorway from Winter 2015 she really liked it so I said I would knit something for her. I don't knit for other people generally because they don't deserve it. Um, but she's very knitworthy. So I said I would do one for her. And she really liked that colourway. So I was going to do a hat with it held double. But I thought it might be a little bit busy. And then I thought, actually, she wears a lot of scarves. And this shawl isn't too shawly. It's quite... 
that with the masculine less um it's quite kind of it can handle a bit of variegation in the yarn so that is frisson by Brittany wilson i've printed the pattern i'm going to wind the yarn and uh, i'm going to get some some knitting on it's been really difficult actually because i was looking in my um queue not my queue i don't use the queue as a queue um looking in my favorites and in my i've got like 600 patterns in my ravelry library most of which i haven't knitted um you know the ones like you collect when they're on a free offer or if they do like some kind of promo you get them and some that i've knitted about a million times and love and others that i'm probably never gonna knit it's really bad and looking at again i, I delved into the stash to uh, have a look for a particular yarn and noticed a, again like a really inspiring range of yarns available and I, I, obviously I've been listening to Helen's podcast where she's talked about stash appreciation for the last month and it's been kind of on the back of my mind to to get in there and and dig out some stuff and see what possibilities lie within um, I think I'll do some more fantasy knits or even just a kind of some pairings of yarns and get some suggestions of patterns from you guys because a lot of the time you get a lot of inspiration from other people and what they're knitting and you tend to, I certainly tend to stick to my favourite designers, generally indies um, because I like the way they write their patterns and I've got a very low tolerance now <laughs> after being spoiled with like Claire Divine's patterns for so long. I'm a little bit spoiled and I want everything to be as clear as she writes it. So if they're not, I get a little bit a little bit annoyed. And I tend to stick to the people I know write patterns in the way I want them written because that's just what I want now. So it's, yeah, it's about kind of getting stuff out and realising the potential because I've got some amazing yarns that could, that could be an orange mocha frappuccino shawl. I've got one in, in particularly in mind for that. Um, that I could just dig out and it, you know, it doesn't matter if it's not called orange mocha frappuccino, it's it's the right kind of colour I reckon um, and maybe play around with a bit of, of, of that really so there's going to be a knit along coming up because I'm getting yet more yarn and not knitting out of stash um, there's been a few calls in the group, there's been a few calls for Lush again I, I am expecting some red sparkly yarn. I'm gonna I am gonna knit another lush. I've got about eight lushes planned. I love the pattern. Um by Tin Can Knits. And it got me to thinking about the possibility of some sort of knit along that is almost reliving your favourite previous knit alongs. Like I really enjoyed the lush knit along. I know a lot of the people who've expressed an interest in knitting lush again were part of the lush knit along, which was two years ago now. And thinking about other knit-alongs that I've been in and really enjoyed, like the um, Hap-Along, and really not thinking that it was really my thing, but thinking, oh, I'll, you know, I'll give it a bash. You know, it's something interesting, it's a new construction, I'll use a yarn that I like and not something to nature and plain, and actually really enjoyed it. And maybe there's a way to capture that essence, that idea of, reliving your favourite knit-alongs like when you wake up from a dream and you want to go back into it like that sort of idea but I need a clever name for it so once I come up with a clever name for it I'll tell you about the rules for the knit-along which there won't be many and um hopefully you'll want to join in so look out for that next week I reckon I can kind of 
pull a um, a comedy hashtag out of there somewhere for us all to use. So that is my uh, knitting current and future, and it's time to wrap up the show. Well, party people, that is all we've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show, slightly different to the usual um, segments. Normally I like to pack a bit more learning in, but you know, we're relaxing this week and I've, I've sung you songs. So hopefully you will, uh, you will have enjoyed that. In the meantime, I hope you will have a great week. Happy crafting and I'll speak to you all again soon. Bye. to the shiny bees podcast a podcast for those who like their knitting comedy and yarn in equally large measures if you'd like to get in contact with me you can do so via the blog or i'm shiny bees on ravelry instagram twitter pinterest and facebook you can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com music for this episode is provided by music alley and it is adam and the water boys and i need a drink i need a drink